Google Fiber. Oh, fuck off, you prick. Well, right now I'm on AT&T Fiber. How's the, uh, are they gouging you for pricing, or are they just, are they keeping it low because Google's no, coming? No, yeah, they're pricing basically the same as uh, Google right now, 70 bucks a month uh, for gigabit synchronous. Oh. Yeah, it's beautiful. One day. One day. I'm on fiber too, but it's mostly just to help me poop. <laughs> All uh, class, Christy. All <laughs> class. Yeah. Improv for the I like win. Eric, Eric, do you, do Eric you have gigabit class. poos? <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes they're two gigabytes. <laughs> um, I'm glad we're recording this. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I might use that just as like the tag at the end, just so you can hear it. <laughs> at Sometimes the end, just put it straight at the beginning. Straight, straight at the top, just like yeah. a four-minute preamble cold, before we actually introduce open. the show. Yeah. <laughs> two gigabytes of poo. Awesome. A tale of two poos. <laughs> All right, let's get this rolling. Uh, oh. Welcome to Dance Robot Dance, everyone. Uh, I'm Mark, and we have like a full band show tonight. Uh, all five of us are here. Uh, Eric's online. Howdy. Stu's here. Tim's here. What? And Christy's here. Howdy ho. <laughs> okay. Um, so Eric and Tim, you guys were at, uh, we talked about con last week. What, uh, anything exciting happened? Do you guys meet anybody cool? I saw Stan Lee at his uh, last Canadian appearance. He was, uh, on Sunday, he did a big signing on the main floor, like in the big in the um, south building, he had, oh, his own, really? he had his own section. It was called the Stan Stan Lee section. Like I think Stephen something King. stupid yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the lineup was crazy to get to see him on the last day for signing, but most 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 of the people were just standing, like you know, just on the outskirt to look at him. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I saw that other late Star Trek, and I don't think I've seen it. I'm, anyone else i saw a bunch of um comic book artists they were just walking around because no one was like hey look blah 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 or fearless fred well, there's like <laughs> there's like maybe five percent of the people at the con who actually know what the artists look like yeah. and <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like frank miller or anyone like super famous that they would know so it's fair anyway it was cool um <laughs> yeah let's see i saw a Legends of Tomorrow panel that had Hawkman and Hawkgirl and uh, Katie Lotz and Casper Crump, uh, who plays Vandal Savage, who said he wanted to play Lobo. I told him <laughs> that was his response yeah. to a question that I asked, and uh, I told him I was totally fucking down for that. <laughs> the, um, uh, is Hawkgirl coming back? She's not coming back, right? Because she's horrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, as far I mean, sounded like it based on the panel. Yeah, that's fair. Um... Let's see. I went to a iZombie panel that was pretty good. They had Rose McIver and uh, the girl that Rose plays Peyton McIver. and the guy that plays Blaine. I think his name's David Ayers. And from Heroes. I went to a bunch of the Tolkien panels as well. Yep, from Heroes. Uh, and I ran into Richard Hatch from both uh, the original and uh, recent Battlestar Galactica twice. And just he was just hanging out on his own. And one po- point, I was like behind him in a Starbucks line for about twenty minutes. Did you ask him anything while you were in the Starbucks line? Did you no, at least say I, something? I, about I really it? wanted to make a fucking snarky like Starbucks comment okay. in the Starbucks line because that would have been his first <laughs> but, time. But I restrained. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you would have to be like, you've heard, you've never heard this one before, right? Yeah, like, exactly. I, I figured, like, come on, dude, just wants his coffee, and I'd, I'd already run into the previous night and like just you know quickly shook his hand and said thanks because I'm not the kind of person to like strike strike up a conversation with them unless it's like you know massive like true hero of mine kind of thing. Um, a friend of mine once met. Uh, Tom Felton and he was he wasn't paying much attention to her because she was being a server so she had to give him a drink and he wouldn't pay attention to her so she just whispers in his ear I'm just gonna slither in here oh. <laughs> I met Tom Felton That's too so bad. oh did you? yeah he was uh, smoking in the stairwell at the um, convention center <laughs> nice. at, um, Toronto convention that's center. pretty perfect he's actually a really nice guy <laughs> oh um, I actually Met someone uh, kind of famous uh, a week ago, but not at a convention, so we don't care. No. <laughs> Who'd you meet, Christy? Well, I did um, a workshop, a sketch writing workshop with um, Kevin McDonald from Kids in the Hall. That's awesome. Yeah, and um, we did a show after, and he said I was very funny. And uh, oh, Scott Thompson was there. Leave me alone. Like I was a funny person. <laughs> and after, actually, I got I got asked to do a film reading in Toronto that's actually tomorrow. So that was awesome. kind of cool. But that's it made cool. me think that, like, Scott Thompson saw me and he thought I was funny. The guy who stood next to Hannibal thought I was funny, which ostensibly means that Hannibal thinks I'm funny. <laughs> I, think you're, I think you're abusing the transitive property. <laughs> you're projecting a little there? Yeah. No, guys. Hannibal thinks I'm hilarious. Okay. I'll go with well, you on uh, that one. Wants, wants to nod down on your funny bone? <laughs> well, if you made uh, as many poop jokes there as you did tonight, then you know I did. You had to be a hit. I yeah, did. Make like, a, they were all been about Jesus. For like nine minutes, and you've made six poop jokes. So. <laughs> That's less than one a minute. Be thankful. Oh, he's got poop. Uh, he's got a poop. Yeah, that, that was a, that was an entendre. Right, the, there you go. He's not gonna. Poop. He's gonna whack off like a like Whatever. a. <laughs> Like a self-inflicted Blumpkin, almost. There you go. <laughs> um, so there's there's some quick news stuff. Uh, they've they've cast Deathstroke in. I'm assuming Justice League, no, possibly Batman. Batman. They haven't said anything. They said it's, it's the Batman, Batman movie. Yeah. yeah. Is it Batman? Yeah. Okay. So it's Joe Manganiello from Mangianello. True Blood. So many Italian people that are that are screaming at their speakers. Or <laughs> yeah, right now somebody's movie. fucking like that. I'm pissed about Mark not knowing who this guy who was in like Sex in the City and True Blood or something. Spider Man. The first movie. What? He was in the first movie as Flash Thompson. Really? Mm-hmm. Fuck off. That's yeah, him. Really? That's Flash Thompson. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the only thing I could find out about him, and uh, Stu, or, uh, Tim laughed really hard when I said this earlier, was that I he's with he's banging Sofia Vergara, yeah, he so is. he's already won at life, and now he gets to be in a Batman movie. So, <laughs> um, I'm cool with the casting. I mean, I don't know like if anybody else has like a huge, super big opinion. He's, I think he looks great as uh, the character. Um, I thought they would go older, he is a tank. but uh, he is a tank, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm with Eric. I kind of wish they would have gone older, too. I like the older sort of white-haired uh, version of Deathstroke. I think that's, like, really the iconic version of that character, but I'm I'm open to it. Yeah, but, like, makeup and, like, a little bit of hair dye? He's already <laughs> he's graying he's now, flying. so um, who knows? Yeah, he's like a silver fox. <laughs> yes. It's a different comic book character. Yeah. <laughs> the silver fox. That's, on the, that's in the other... Uh, that's in the other universe. That's Marvel. Yeah, he only preys on the ladies. Did you hear about the, 
Did you hear about the Booster Gold news? No. Uh, so they're making a Booster yes. Gold movie with Berlanti as one of the movie heads, and um, it's not connected to the Murderverse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the geez, Murderverse. Is that what you guys are calling it now? The murderverse. I've been calling it the Murderverse for since Batman v Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super pumped for a Booster Gold movie. Is he's one of my favorite characters, absolutely. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little disheartening to hear that it's not going to be part of the greater shared DC extended universe or whatever they're calling it. Um, yeah. But I think there's still room for it because he's very much a time traveling and like universe hopping character in sort of his later versions. So I think there's still room for him to, you know, bump around the the multiverse a bit. <laughs> Stu actually looks even like if he, he doesn't originate in the shared universe. Yeah, true. Stu's gonna well, die. Stick stick around for as long as you can, at least. Yeah, yeah it'll be funnier <laughs> if you just stop. You like just <laughs> yeah, if you just like disappear. <laughs> oh uh, shit! Did he disappear? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was so, so fast. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, no, he's That's back. not the first time we've heard that. <laughs> he's still recording, so I think it's okay. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm talking about dance technical so problems. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll play some, some technical problem music. That's gonna be so. That's yeah. gonna be totally fucking lagged on that, but whatever. That's fine. It'll just sound like. It could be a We're remix of it. Fugue. Right? Hey, try nice. an Abad in the morning. Nice. We should be in an acapella band. It would be amazing. We'll do. We'll do YouTube videos. We'll just record like this, like on the Google Hangouts. So it'll be fun. Can I be eating in all of our acapella videos then? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. Only sausages. Because <laughs> <laughs> well. right now I'm eating a sausage. The sausage what, are we? Are we surprised? No. <laughs> no. I'm just surprised Mark's not in frame at this point. Yeah. Shitty Mark. Blame Mark. Judy <laughs> Mark. Uh, well. <laughs> We're um, talking about you. <laughs> Nothing. Next. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Um, Pop track. Yeah, pretty much. So there was a bunch of like big. I don't know uh, if anybody else is paying attention to the big hardware drops, like the announcements that happened this week. Yep. Um, I know Eric and I were chatting about the PS4 Pro coming out this week. Has anybody else seen anything about that? No. No. So don't care. Not a console gamer. Yeah, uh, console gamer. I don't care, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, that's, I'm like, I'm I'm a PS4 owner, and I'm like, I don't give a shit about this thing at all. I don't understand no. why they're doing it. It's like a half step, and it's going to confuse the market, and it's just, it's well, they're it's doomed. so. The, it's, sorry, uh, go, Mark. <laughs> no, go ahead, man. Oh, so the next month, or sorry, this month, because we're in September, they're releasing the PlayStation yeah. Slim, which is pretty much the PS4, just a smaller one. It has no digital audio uh, optical out on the back um it's a little bit you know quieter and runs cooler but it's pretty much replacing the all the ps4s that we have then in november they're releasing the playstation 4 pro which comes with a one terabyte hard drive faster processor um 4k capable um you know output except it doesn't run 4k discs which i think is a big misstep. Yeah, there's no UHD discs in it, which is like I don't. 
It's such like it's such a weird unforced error. Well, they're 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 trying to get ahead of like like you know how when uh, PS3 had Blu-ray before people were really buying Blu-rays. They're trying to do that with this. <laughs> yeah, that's that's their point. They wanted to do the li- they wanted it to be a um, a future-proofing console. So that uh, yeah, but they they kind of failed in that way if they didn't support the UHD DVD yeah, no, or I, whatever. I agree it is, with UHD that because even the place because sorry, even the Xbox uh, the Xbox One the new Xbox One S uh, already supports yeah. it. So it's a weird like it's like they I don't know they I don't think I think Microsoft caught them with their pants down yeah. for the first time this generation and it's a really weird. They've done a like a bunch of missteps this, measure. this the past couple months. Um, I don't know. There's, it, it's funny because um, when I was at Fan Expo, they were showing the, um, what is it called? The the new Xboxes with these this new technology TV that I don't even remember what it was. It's, fuck. It was like super fucking hot. The HDR stuff? No, it was, it was different. It was even a newer um, technology. Fudge. Uh, I can't remember what it is. Samsung. I'm just I'm scrolling through the Kotaku story right now. And I'm not really seeing no, anything. The weird part is they're like they have HDR like high dynamic range support, but they're also adding it in hindsight in a uh, firmware. firmware update yeah. to the standard PlayStation. So it's kind of moot. Like I don't understand. It just feels like a giant like unforced error. And I'm just quoting uh, the PS. I love you guys now, but like like why the fuck would you bother at this point? Like just wait and do PS5. Yep. Well, yeah, there's it. Honestly, it just sounds like they tried to do something. They just wanted to do something because they were like, "Well, we can't do nothing because Microsoft." Yes, you can do. Yeah, well, Microsoft's like a year and a half out from like their next drop, right? Like the Mm -hmm. S is just an Xbox One, and then whatever Scorpio becomes. They they didn't even release the the projected uh, release date for that yet. Yeah, Yeah, which. the NX is going to be the next like major console to release, and it's not even really competition for no. Microsoft or PlayStation because it's no. it's, it's like on holiday its this year, right? Uh, they're announcing the announcements expected in October, I think, from mm-hmm. like what I saw today. But like nobody knows what the NX is going to be. Most people think it's some kind of weird like tablet hybrid that hooks up to your TV, maybe, hmm. but. Nowhere near as powerful as even like I don't even think it's going to be as powerful as the current PlayStation Four. Well, uh, based on the leaked specs, it's supposed to be a little bit better than the PS Four and the Xbox One, um, but just like a little, not like next generation uh, better. And they're running off of. But that's never been Nintendo's business model. And they're running off of uh, flash disks, so cartridges again, so no loading time and all that stuff. Which is cool, but like, um, yeah, I don't know. I like I at first I was kind of interested, and I was paying attention to the stories that went along when they actually announced it i was like yeah i don't care don't give a shit thumbs down to ps4 i'm more excited looking yeah looking at the ps4 page like the plus page i'm more excited about the um picture of andromeda yeah did you see the trailer for mass effect um andromeda no 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 i'll cry it's amazing i just i'm not emotionally prepared um (laughs) it's funny because the people that were at the actual event they're like what you're seeing on your TVs and your and your computer monitors is not even close to the the type of fidelity that they had on the 4K projectors they were mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so excited. The the TV technology. So excited that she's, she's got sausage falling out of her mouth. It wouldn't mouth. be the first time. Um the <laughs> the TV technology. It's only one. Pieces. The TV technology I was talking about was Quantum Dot 
technology. Like, what the fuck? I does don't that know. Mean? That sounds like some horseshit. Yeah, it's the same. Story. Like even tinier dots. It's sort of. It's like <laughs> so. It's backlit like LED LEDs, but um, instead of it mm. making different light, it uh, shoots like a beam of electricity to these electrons, and they sort of make a chemical reaction to <laughs> to make the color. It's really messed up and really neat technology, but I did a bad uh, explanation. <laughs> it was fine. It's fine. Um, speaking of giant, like, weird technologi- technological missteps, Apple also announced the iPhone 7 <laughs> this week and removed the headphone <laughs> did jack. You, did you, did did you, you like see that? the dongle they released today? <laughs> For how... The dongle that with they the released, that they, the, that they showcased today, it's the one with the two yeah. lightning ports. <laughs> yeah, it's what... <laughs> It's so stupid. It's so stupid. I don't understand. I don't understand what the fuck Apple is doing right now. I, I don't just, think they I know don't get it. In spite of that, the pre-release like comes up tomorrow, and I'm like, I'm probably just gonna order one anyway because I'm a fucking like consumer horror, and I want a new iPhone really bad because mine's two years old. Yeah, I'm gonna wait till. Um, yeah, it makes me makes me very happy that I have been an Android user for four or five years now. Same. Let's fuck Apple and their proprietary bullshit because I don't know why y'all are surprised by this because they've been doing this oh, shit for years. That's the thing. Nobody's surprised by it. Like, it's been in talks. They've been talking about it for ages. Just wait, though, because by probably two gens from wherever you are right now, the all the Androids will have dropped it, too, and started using, using maybe USB-C, maybe, if we you're shall, lucky. We shall see. Yeah. It's waterproof. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I don't know. There's up. already been some... There's already but been I some, like, you know, like everything about the phone looks really nice. I like like all the haptic stuff looks cool. It's waterproof again, the which is awesome. Nice. They sh- they really the should put some gorilla glass on it but so that other, um you could drop it. But whatever. Well, that's never been Apple's. Uh, never exactly been about like making sure your hardware is going to last forever. It's making sure that it lasts. About 18 months, and then you're fucked until the, uh, you either want to upgrade or just go get another sure. one. Um, it's good sign. And then there's that Apple Watch, which I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I never care. I didn't, honestly, I didn't look at anything except for the phone stuff, because I was just like, so what's going on with that? And then nothing else. We also have the iOS 10 coming out with it, which yeah. is nice. Have you guys um, seen like how much flack they caught on like Twitter and stuff for saying that the reason that they ditched the uh, yeah the uh, standard you know headphone jack is because they're being courageous and like you know hundred hundred fifty nine dollar <laughs> for Apple AirPods is a very courageous price. <laughs> it is if you're like because those fucking things are gonna get lost immediately. They're not even connected to each other. Yeah. Those things are gone. Yeah. Um, wow. Those ear, those, even the ear pods don't stay in my ears. Like that's actually those are the first um, <laughs> Apple like headphones like that I ever got that stayed in my ears properly. I'm probably in the like vast mm. minority, but I actually like the ear pods quite a bit. The sounds shit. I like them too. I just yeah, I have Sennheisers that I like much much. Yeah, better. I've got I've, that. I, that's my big concern right now is that I've got so many sets of like relatively high end uh, headphones like between like. Like what I'm wearing now, I've got Sennheisers for just wandering around. I've got a pair of Sure like in-ear monitors that I use to play drums. Um, so now I'm like, I better make sure I have that dongle, I guess, if I'm going to buy this new phone. What comes in the if box? If anyone is, li- 
If anyone is listening uh, and heard all of the products that uh, one of our members just mentioned, Mark just <laughs> mentioned. Uh, <laughs> if somebody wants to sponsor us. the podcast, that would be fucking awesome. Specifically, but, like, hey, stop stealing my bit. Yeah, man. <laughs> you just touched, like, the other horseshit is they're including the dongle for the fucking old style, like, 3.5 millimeter headphone jack yeah. in the that goddamn one. box. But, yeah. So yeah. if I heard, I saw somebody post that if, uh, you know, getting rid of that port is courageous, then including the dongle in the box is abject cowardice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrong. It's fair. That's, That's not awesome. totally fair. But. Yeah. I'm still gonna buy one, probably. <laughs> probably. That's what makes me laugh, though, is people are just like, "Oh, this is such a stupid like thing that they've done." But I'm gonna buy it. When can I get one? Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow. Like, I can pre-order uh, tomorrow, guys. I can pre-order tomorrow. Guys, I'm like, I'm not, you know, I don't agree with what Apple has done, so I'll only be like, you know, the twelfth person in line outside <laughs> of Best Buy. <laughs> not this. Not this. Hippie's second. lucky. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> No, I'll just pre-order from Rogers. It'll be good time. Good <laughs> times. Yep. All right. So just so if, if our listeners aren't aware, uh, Stu has disappeared, so he's gone. <laughs> so R.I.P. Stu. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think he's dead. R.I.P. Um, Stu's laptop. Stu has died. I don't know if you guys um, noticed, but there was a, a killer behind Stu. It wasn't his laptop that died. Oh well, God. maybe it Th- did, but. This isn't going to be one another one of those fucking stupid found footage movies, is it? <laughs> found audio where it's just us talking worse. about Star Trek for another like another hour while like, well, our buddy died. is dead yeah <laughs> exactly Stu's just screaming oh god and it's yes. just a guy in a wharf costume just like just cutting hey. him up oh, it's an honorable death why do you think I chose yeah, wharf <laughs> exactly he's honorable uh, it's a good day to die actually today um it's this day in history kind of day. 1966 today, uh, Star Trek premiered on NBC. Um, so have any of you guys actually watched the original series? I've watched yep. some of the original yep. series. I've watched the whole thing. I've seen it all. I only yeah, watched the whole thing. I mean, I've definitely seen episodes. I only sat down and watched the whole thing within the last year or so, uh, like beginning to end. I, I watched it growing up. Yeah, I think um, that was probably my first experience was like watching reruns growing up. Um, I don't think I really cared mm-hmm. that much until I remember my dad sitting me down and watching Encounter at Farpoint, like The Next Generation, and that's when I kind of got interested and went back to it. Um, I enjoy the original series way more now than I ever did when I was a kid for some reason. Like, it's such a fun show to watch. Um, it was very... Um advanced for our age for when we were probably watching it. Yeah, I assume you were watching it before TNG came out, so yeah, early 80s, yeah. mid to early well, 80s. Well, we were like, because yeah, the first or something like that. Yeah, the first one I remember seeing in the 80s was the giant uh, green head episode. What was that? The giant green head. Um, that's the pilot, isn't it? The one yeah. where there's the big pilot. Was that uh, the pilot? Green, green head Are you talking about the one that's the on, the, on, the, uh, on the view screen? The one that's always in the uh, yeah. over the Desilu yeah. Studios thing? On yeah, the yeah. The, That's uh, the Corbomite yeah. maneuver, which is the pilot, isn't it? Or the, it's the oh, first episode, okay. isn't it? That's the episode with Clint Howard as a kid. Oh right. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's okay, the best. Yeah, that's the that. best episode in that the, first the first season, I think. Uh, is Balance of Terror in the first season, or is that season two? Ugh, I don't remember. I just is remember that, when I was watching through the first season, that was the one that really stood out to me. 
Yeah. The Corbin maneuver. maneuver. Yeah, that was, uh, I don't know. I, I quite super enjoy watching the original series. It's something like I'll put on. Um, just in the background kind of, like, kind of thing? Yeah, and just kind of like pick random episodes and watch all the time. Probably more so than any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Where I'll just pick it and it's. I just find it amusing the whole the whole way through. Even the ones that like people hate, like Spock's brain. I'm like, no, no, no. This show's fucking fantastic. <laughs> I can sit here and watch this. I'm going to watch Shatner. I like the yeah. overact like crazy. Oh, it's beautiful. Why not? It's a beautiful fucking thing. Mind. <laughs> um, have you had either any? I love that all the. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I love that all the series are now on Netflix. Like uh-huh. all of them. <laughs> Even the animated series. That's horrible. <laughs> It's on Netflix. I watched an animated series. It is not good. No, it's not good. No. <laughs> but uh, it's better than nothing. Actually, man, uh, The ba- Balance of Terror, Galileo 7, Squire of Gothos, Arena. Holy shit, these are all first season episodes. Space Seeds, a first season episode. Mm. Yep. Devil in the Dark. City on the Edge of Forever, all first season episodes. They pretty much killed it. Such a good in episode. In the first year. And... Things went a little weird. Oh, the menagerie was in there. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, the first it's like the first season and the first half of the second season. And then things get a little weird. <laughs> when they started cutting the budget. Yeah, and they're like, they, they well, start you know, slashing the budget. You, you can see <laughs> things are going horrible. And then season premiere of, episode, or of season three is Spock's brain. <laughs> and it goes downhill mm. from there. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so anyway, we can go around the room. What's uh, what's if you get to pick one? What's your favorite Star Trek, Christy? What are you looking at? I'm listening. I'm just Penis? staring off. <laughs> I thought she was like watching Alf again. <laughs> we just go one, just one. Episode. We did last week. Were you or not? I wasn't here because I was recovering. <laughs> Pick your favorite Star Trek. My favorite Star Trek? You won't like it. Is it Voyager? Because you're fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> your opinion is wrong. Is it Enterprise? <laughs> no. My, uh, no. My favorite Star Trek is Next Generation. Okay. Valid choice. That's not wrong. By <laughs> only a like, small percentage because I loved Janeway. Ugh. Hey. Okay. Ugh. You asked. You asked and I'm telling you. I did. You. It doesn't mean I can't react to your <laughs> statement. You know it was great. Was when Voyager thought it would be really fun to do a Frasier skit. That that wasn't actually. It was actually a celebration for the 25th anniversary of Star Trek, mm-hmm. and um, that wasn't actually on the show. That and to be fair, special. Kelsey Grammer is Star Trek alumni. He was actually of the Next Generation. Kelsey Grammer didn't even participate. That's because he read the script and thought it was bad. Because it was bad. <laughs> it was so bad. But it does not um, diminish my love of Janeway. It is funny, though, because at the end, you can see Kate, Kate Mulgrew just like, somebody stop this sketch. <laughs> that it's sounds so like that's, that, that sounds like pretty much most of her acting through season, say, four, five, six. You shut your dirty whore mouth. <laughs> I've seen every episode of every show. Uh, that's the one that I like the least. You know what? Um, why don't you just... I will agree. Why don't you just take that and put it in your back pocket? Because Voyager is great, and <laughs> I... I think it was better than Deep Space Nine. Oh, you're the fucking Shut worst. Shut your whore mouth. You're the fucking worst. I'm just saying it. I right. couldn't watch Deep Space All right. Nine. The only thing All I liked right. about Deep Space right. Nine was Odo, and I've said that before. 
Millen- shitty millennial Star Trek fan. Stop talking for a second. Eric, what's your favorite Star Trek? TNG. All right. <laughs> uh, you know, Picard. Yep. I can accept that. I love that. him. He's great. Um, but, you know, I really liked um, <laughs> DS9. Who is laughing behind? Is that Mark? I, it's dirty is Mark. that dirty Mark? It's shitty Mark. <laughs> he was he was saying he's like you know what's you know what was the best Star Trek after Next Generation? None of them. Uh, <laughs> oh, you guys belong okay. together. Ouch. You're both the worst. They <laughs> <laughs> say we belong together because we're the worst. Oh, thank you. <laughs> TNG for sure. Yeah, uh-huh. you can move on from awesome. Me. Uh, Tim, uh, I. TNG is definitely my top, but I also have a spot, soft spot for Voyager. I think it was better than Deep Space Nine. But, but I'll go, go back, going back to the Next Generation. Next Generation shaped my like early teen years to the extent that uh, when I did like my, I think it was like grade nine, like final drama project where you basically had to like lead a class. I did like I basically brought everybody into like a Star Trek Next Generation like role play. <laughs> That's awesome. So I though I had the whole class like role playing like uh, TNG characters and like a scene and everything like that. And like I, I wore like fucking black sweatpants <laughs> and a red sweater with my little like uh, you know communicator button and everything. I was a fucking um, I was the that? coolest fucking kid in grade nine. That's so rad. Yeah. Didn't uh, TNG end in grade eight when we were in grade eight? Yeah. Ninety three. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Yeah. It was like just before I went into high school. So I probably got into it when I was in like grade six or seven or something like that. But at that point, like I would watch it fucking every whatever it was, Friday night on fucking city TV. I we used to get reruns, uh like (laughs) as soon as we got home. Uh I remember coming home and watching like almost two hours of it, I think. Yeah. It had two episodes after each other. On on yeah. like TBS or something like that. Well, I think or? it was like I think Fox played it and then City TV played it up yeah. here and then like you would get both. So it'd be hopefully they weren't in the same point in the rotation. So you get like something from halfway through and then something from like the beginning or the end kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I definitely got like super emotional during uh, All Good Things. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That's still the only that was, one that they yeah. they probably ended as well as they could. Oh, was, it was uh, it was a, yeah, it was a great ending. Um, I'm going to date myself, but when I was nine, I dressed up as Janeway for Halloween. Nice. <laughs> nine. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knew who I was. Uh, there's a reason for that. That's <laughs> uh, harsh. You know, why don't you yeah. just, just shut your face? All right, so we're gonna know Christie's answer to this question, but like, let's go, let's go back around. Wait, like, we need your answer, Mark. Oh, my yeah. answer, my answer is uh, next gen, um, with like honorable mentions to Deep Space and uh, the original series mm-hmm. are my two other go tos. I, I also so. really liked Enterprise. I, I enjoyed Enterprise, Enterprise too. But it's always like it's kind um, of the uh, the redheaded stepchild. Well, no, Voyagers. Actually, Voyager's mm-hmm. the abortion that should just be forgotten. But I've actually um, never watched Enterprise. I haven't watched a single episode of it. I've been meaning to for years, but never got around to and it. And that's why it got canceled. The first season's a little rocky, man. Yeah, the um, first season's but, rocky. But it, uh, I mean, I'll watch the whole good. thing regardless of how bad it or good or bad it is. But I, I think I finally Enter- do it. Enterprise was just sad because like people were just sort of done with Star Trek for a bit. You know, like they couldn't get the views that they needed, no matter how hard Scott Bakula worked. I watch that shit every week. But, they, 
But they were also trying to get away from the Star Trek yeah, name, they stepped which to, was their biggest yeah. issue. Yeah, except until, until they, the ratings were in the toilet and they added it back in in season three. And then they took out the lyrics of the... Not took out the lyrics, but they added an orchestra to the, to the theme song. That theme song was cool. <laughs> that, oh my God, really? That theme song was horrible. <laughs> Liked you, it. I'm sure you love Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart did, is awesome. Like, did we not watch that together? I love, I love Rods too. The premiere of the, the premiere. Yeah. No, because I I was up at you university. Max, yeah, oh, exactly. okay. yeah, that's um, why I didn't I end up that watching it because I wasn't watching a whole lot of TV while I was at Mac. Oh, you say I, did, I, just, I didn't watch it because of Rod Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> I just knew it was new Star Trek, so I watched it, and then when the when that opening started to play, I was like. Oh man, this is going sideways. <laughs> do you remember the really fast? <laughs> do you remember the promos for it? Because it had um that uh, the calling, um was it called the band called the calling, and it was wherever you will go, which was also on Smallville. That song was that. Where, wherever if you don't, you I'm gonna go. send you the song. That's beautiful. Oh no! Uh, serenade me some more, Tim. <laughs> If you, you want me to serenade you, Christy? Really? <laughs> I know the perfect song. Don't and I'm going to leave, right. don't, don't <laughs> leave it there for now because the, the, the look so, of abject fear on Christy's face right now. Scott is starting to hyperventilate. That's good. Um, so let's, I wanted to start. So my, my, my next question that I wrote down here is, can your, is your favorite captain different from your favorite show? So like if you're a TNG guy, do you like Cisco better? Is that possible? I know Chrissy's gonna say Janeway, and I'm gonna tell her she's the fucking worst again. So, <laughs> who's your favorite? Who's your favorite captain, Christy? <laughs> Who is it? Uh, say Worf. Say Worf. <laughs> Just to be the was, worst. That's the only worse answer than Janeway. <laughs> I know. That's why I yeah. said it. Like I, uh, I, I like fucking Voyager, but. Chakotay is such a fucking useless character. What? How I, dare have you? Have you seen um, the amount of shit Robert Beltran does, like the actor does on that show? Like, that man, every time he gets a microphone in front of him and somebody asks him about Star Trek, he drops the steamingest pile of shit on that show. Every <laughs> He fucking hates that show. Oh. Every time. Well, he Chakotay. only took the role because he wanted to act around uh, with, uh, oh God, what was her name? Kate Mulgrew? No, the woman that Kate Mulgrew replaced. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to look it up. Um, and ever after that, from then on, he signed the contract. Like he was locked in, so he just stayed on the show because it was like guaranteed work, and he's you know on TV, so he's happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, except like the scripts get progressively worse as they went on, um, and he had less and less to do. So by the time it's like season six and seven, he's going to conventions and just like ripping the fucking writing staff apart, <laughs> like taking <laughs> a giant shit on. Uh, I guess he wasn't a huge fan of Jerry Ryan either, so they're just like hated each other. Um, <laughs> well, you I know, her and Kate Mulgrew did not get along either. I guess that was like a big point of contention, adding her to the cast. Well, you know who else? Who else shits on 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 sci-fi stuff? It's Mel Gibson, and you know he's not <laughs> he's not smart. He's a good director, he though. Is a good True. Director. So. So he knows that when there's a shitty film being made, and that <laughs> also also an anti-Semite. So oh. that's that's fun too. Just so keeping that's... great company there, uh, Batman vs Superman haters. <laughs> I did like that post. I liked it. I was yeah. the only one, but I liked it. Oh wait, I, I, did, I didn't do that. That wasn't me. I didn't make that post on our Facebook page. Uh, it, I could tell. I'm the admin. I could tell who posted. <laughs> it says posted by Tim. <laughs> 
Uh, no, it's posted by Dance Robot Dance. No, it's posted by Tim. By no, Dance our our Facebook page Dance has gained sentience and posted it itself. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's the appropriate stuff that we post at our Facebook pages. Uh, Ripping on massive, each other. Massive racist. Mel Gibson hated Batman v Superman <laughs> and then comparing our host to Mel Gibson. Well, guys, I mean, if if you don't like Batman versus Superman, you're an anti-Semite. Uh, that's, all, that's, all, that's all I was trying to say, Christy. Thank you. It's okay. Thanks. My... Uh, never mind. I, I don't. <laughs> Wait, you didn't like Batman v Superman? No, I'm an anti-Semite. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Look at me. Um, I'm blonde and blue-eyed. What do you expect? <laughs> I have Jewish the, the person that Kate. This episode of Dance Robot Dance brought to you by the KKK. What yeah, were you saying, probably. Humper? <laughs> the um, the uh, the actress Kate Mulgrew um, took over Janeway from was uh, Genevieve Bujold. Yeah, I have no idea who that that is. Let me, let me look. She's her up. a Canadian actress. She's a Canadian actress. Um, who's done a shit ton of? Yeah, she's done a ton of stuff. She's work. super famous. She's won like. Golden Globes, blah blah blah. All I see is Golden Globe, Canadian Film Award. I guess I don't know what that is. Genies? Hey, remember Genies? Yeah, no. Oh Those yeah. Ones? So why did Kate Mulgrew replace her? Because uh, she decided that the show was a piece of garbage and she <gasps> left. No, she did not. But isn't that that happened like multiple times? Did it not? Like there were multiple situations where the person originally playing the captain ended up dropping out. No, like TOS, they forced them to replace uh, the guy who was playing Pike and then Shatner. Um, TNG, they tried to replace Patrick Stewart, but he was Roddenberry's first choice Mm -hmm. uh, eventually. Like when they finally were making the decision, Stewart was the first choice. Mm -hmm. I don't don't know of anybody else they even spoke to for Cisco, like for Avery Brooks. Well, they can't. They can't do a non-black person for a name like Cisco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, no, it was always going to be a black guy, as far as I know. But like, they didn't. I don't remember them yeah. ever talking to, about anybody else. Like, it was always Avery Brooks from like the moment they started talking about Deep Space Nine going forward, um, and they kind of built the cast around him. It was Voyager when they started having the issues. I don't even think they had a problem on Enterprise. I think um, Scott Bakula was kind of the guy going forward. So yeah, it was just was shitty, there. shitty Voyager. They couldn't keep their captain through more than two days of shooting because it says right here in the notes left after a day and a half on set and was replaced by Kate Mulgrew. She also didn't want to do uh, interviews or do the TV. Well, she didn't want to do press or like the con stuff. Yeah, she wasn't interested yeah. in doing so any of that. She's just a, she was just a poop. She wasn't going to be fun. <laughs> I don't care how much you hate Voyager. You have to say like that Janeway was a good captain in the She end. was totally a good captain. Even Kate Mulgrew says she thinks that Janeway was bipolar or schizophrenic because of how inconsistently written she was. <laughs> so <laughs> that's fine. You can write characters that have mental illness. Yeah, yeah, Mark. Why are you shitting on mental illness? She, she was bipolar and still ran a ship for as long as she did. That is some goddamn good leadership. This is the 26th fucking century. Bipolar yeah. people can be captains. Yeah. It's the 24th century, guys. It's the 24th century. Listen. Voyager 25th? Yeah. No, but you know what? You know yeah. what? No. She still she still held it together and put her needs second, which is very hard to do when you're under that much pressure from the Alliance. <laughs> alliance? That's right. I said it. <laughs> what um, Alliance? You, you, jump, you, jump, you jump tracks. You're talking about Firefly now. Sorry, guys. I, got excited. <laughs> I was reading about Mass Effect 2. Oh. <laughs> 
Sorry. Um, no, uh, the main protagonist in Voyager was the Borg primarily. Yes. So. The Borg, let's just for a second, can we just talk about how fucking amazing of a villain the Borg were? Until Voyager. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. well, cut. Wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can well, have at a least TNG tried to fix it in. What was that, Humber? What's that? Oh, I was saying that uh, TNG tried to fix it with uh, First Contact. That was a great movie, though. Ah, <laughs> uh, was. was some, some would argue that First Contact was where the wheels kind of fell off the board, <laughs> depending on like. Oh, ouch! I love First Contact. Oh, it's a great. I think it's a great movie, but most people it's like the Queen is kind of where like the board kind of falls apart for them. But it, they don't make a lot of sense as like a main protagonist for a movie if you're not gonna have some kind of figurehead that like Picard can act across from as opposed to just like ostensibly zombies like they're zombies with shit attached to them so mark i feel like you're just i feel like you're just barbara streisanding all over my arguments though like you're just raining all over my parade over here defy (laughs) defy barbara streisanding because i don't understand what you're talking raining all over my parade oh uh (laughs) just because i'm a Massive Voyager hater. Yeah, you're probably right. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> but the Borg, like, no, I mean, like, the sure they might have been zombies, but the fact that they were like, you know, functional could still, like, it, they didn't even have to bite you. They just had to like put some shit in your brain, and you would just like it was more like ants. They were like really big people-sized ants. <laughs> um, actually, if you go back to the uh, like the next gen, like the genesis of the Borg. They were supposed to be insectoid uh, originally, really? but the cost was too high, so they made them cyborgs. Hmm. Um, if you look at the first two appearances of the Borg in continuity, like when you actually see them on screen and they're not just kind of mentioned, um, they're terrifying, though. Like, if you look at them in that first, like in Q-Who and then in Best of Both Worlds, it's a pretty unstoppable foe for that crew, which is pretty... I don't know. I always found them super interesting, and then they humanize them a little bit too much, which is like a Star Trek thing to do. It's one of those things Star Trek always does. It always with, makes the villains, and then with, makes uh, them with Hugh. Was it? Was yeah. that the one's name that uh, got disconnected? Yeah. Oh yeah. What about Seven of Nine? Uh, that was he, in Voyager, so that's much later. Yeah, he wasn't the first that got disconnected. Mm. It was Hugh. He got disconnected, and they, the Enterprise took him on, and he sort of started to refine his. Uh, individuality and well, even like Picard was assimilated and then yeah. brought back. So like, it's not like they didn't do it before. Um, Seven or nine wasn't like an original concept, but it was just Beautiful. like they're gonna find uh, add a board character and make her super hot and then put her on the show to save the show. Good old Locutus of Borg. Yeah, it was gonna get canceled otherwise. <laughs> Borg. Um, Seven or nine was great. I had a big uh, crush on <laughs> fuck. What was the the blonde girl's name on Voyager? Uh, Kess, yeah. Jennifer yeah. Leanne, who was probably part right. of my like sexual awakening. I'm not gonna lie. You should look her up uh, right now and find out. She's what gone she's crazy. Bat shit insane. I've heard that. So yeah, crazy. crazy. Yeah, like she she got arrested a bunch of times and shit too, yeah, didn't like she? Assault and yeah. something else. Mm-hmm. I think drug charges. Just a couple maybe. weeks ago, she got yeah. uh, assault, uh, arrested again. Yeah. That's too bad. Maybe she's the bipolar one. No. She probably caught it from Janeway. She probably caught it from Janeway. There you go. <laughs> probably contagious. You know what you just made me think of? Clone High. And they're like, Gandhi is ADD. Gandhi is ADD. <laughs> you get it from toilet seats. Use a protective sheet. <laughs> Attention Weird. deficit disorder. Oh, Clone High. But oh, man. speaking of 
that though, not Clone High, but Voyager and Star Trek. Seven of Nine was my sexual awakening, even though I'm straight. <laughs> Are you I'm sure? sure? I'm reasonably sure she was a lot of people's sexual That's awakening. That's what I'm saying. Um, That's what yeah. I'm saying. And Tom, <laughs> so. her and Tom were my sexual awakenings. Tom, Tom Paris? Paris? Yes. Ugh. I loved um. him. Well, at least he directs Supernatural now. I so. loved really him. Yeah. Um, there's a surprising amount of the people who were on Star Trek who ended up directing pretty frequently. I know uh, Jonathan Frakes obviously did did two movies. He did one good movie and then one really mediocre movie um, inside Star <laughs> mm-hmm. Trek. And then he did, what was that? What was it Time Stoppers that he did afterwards? Something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a shitty movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's done anything recently. I don't. I think he still directs TV, but he does TV. He does still do TV. Mainly, probably just shows up at uh, conventions and. He did um, the, Arrow, I think, a little while ago. Did you do an episode of Arrow. Thank you. Yeah, that I sounds believe. right. Nice. Oh, good for him. He's keeping busy. Um, I know. Um, oh man, what is her name? Belana Torres, Roxanne Diggs, Boston, Boston something. I don't know what her name is. Big. My Dawson. least favorite Voyager character. Uh, I hated Belana. Roxanne yeah. Dawson. But she does, she's done a ton of directing. Like she must, I think she directed like 10 episodes of Enterprise after the fact too. Mm-hmm. Um, she got really into it. And I think she still does a lot of TV. Um, so anyway, we didn't say, we didn't go through, we, we got totally sidetracked. Favorite captain, so it's Janeway. I want to see Christy. Mm-hmm. Well, Eric no, actually, you? no, she's not my favorite. My favorite is um, Picard. Mm. I love Janeway, though, but my favorite, like, if you're asking me, like, genuinely who my favorite captain is, it's Picard. I agree with this. Picard <laughs> is also mine. <laughs> my favorite. I love, I love uh, Kirk and all, but I really like uh, Picard. Mostly because I went through the series with him the first time. Yeah. Also because he was French with a crazy good English accent. There's fan theories that that's the universal translator making him sound like that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sorry. About that. Uh, Tim? Uh, yeah, I would also do Picard. That's, that's actually, you know what, that's unanimous. That's all of us saying yeah. Picard is the best. I like I love mm-hmm. Cisco too. Um, mm-hmm. He's such a friendly, like, family man kind of captain. I totally enjoyed Cisco as if, well. If any of the captains are fucking bipolar, it's Cisco though. Like, he yeah, goes off the fucking deep end a couple times. <laughs> he does. That's right. <laughs> Angry black sense. man. Come on. And, I mean, when Picard goes off the deep end, it's, like, you know, because he's being, like, fucking tortured for weeks by Kardashian. Or, not Kardashian. <laughs> Kim just keeps sitting on his face. Some, somebody has to do that crossplay now. Somebody has to do there's, Kim Kardashian. There's actually there's has, a t-shirt. Yeah. Go Google it. If you Google uh, the Kardat, like, spell it C A R. Like yeah, Kardashians with a C. There's there is a T-shirt of the Kardashians, Kardashians yeah. as Kardashians. There's um there's a person in I think either Dragon Con or Fan Expo. Uh, this couple they went as Con Ye West, so dressed up as a Con, but with the oh, oh, life glasses. Con, con? And awesome. then his girlfriend was Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I'll, I'll find the picture and I'll send it to you guys. Oh God! Awesome. Oh God! I, I looked up the Cardassians, but I spelled it with a K, and it's all porn. It's all porn. <laughs> oh, God, there's so much porn. Oh. You're surprised by this? <laughs> it's real isn't, that pretty much, isn't that pretty much what you get when you look up the Kardashians anyway? It's just ooh. It was just, mm-hmm. ooh. 
I'm upset. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Oh, porn. <laughs> All right. Let's keep this rolling on. Um, <laughs> so, favorite villain, then? I think we want to go through. <laughs> Christy, your face is killing me right now. <laughs> favorite Star Trek villain? Porn. Yeah. Um, or, like, individual villain or species? Uh, or? I go, go either or, or you can pick one of each if you're super, uh, if you're going to be particular. Hmm. Man, I wish I had time to think about this. <laughs> I know who mine is. Okay, Christy talk, Eric think. Christopher Plummer. Oh, he oh was good call. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's my answer for, for Star Trek movie too, is Star Trek Six. Mm-hmm. I love that fucking mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Christopher Plummer's a good poll. I like that. Yep. Tim, might, what do you think? Uh I might stick with uh, the um Klingons named Christopher and go Christopher Lloyd. Nice. In uh Search for Spock. Yeah, that was a he. That was an amazing role too, and like he really disappeared into that. Like you can tell that's Christopher Plummer. It took me a while to figure out that that was actually like fucking Doc Brown. True. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Once you see it, though, you can't unsee it. I yeah. think. Um, Eric, do you got an answer? Or are you? Uh... Um. Well, since since Chrissy took uh, Christopher Plummer, I'm gonna go with Idris Elba. Ooh, recent poll. Really? Yeah. yeah. He was amazing as that uh, former Federation captain. I can't remember his name right now because I'm looking something up. Yeah, talk about disappearing into a role. Like, I I could not tell at all that that was him until he started sort of the transformation back. Yeah, he was phenomenal. I didn't like him. Yeah, we talked about how you're crazy. Yeah, we've your your taste in Star Trek has been no, it's pretty notoriously debunked at this point. You know what, Eric? I respect your opinion, but I just thought he was boring as a villain. <laughs> and deafening silence. <laughs> you know, it's just I. It's I think if if he'd been given a little bit more time on screen, I might have liked wanted him, him better. To but he really is what you're saying. He was he was too cerebral. Eric, I'm getting. Is it you no. don't like TNG right or not TNG TOS? So I don't know. <laughs> it might have been too boring. I just didn't like him as of. I thought the villain was boring and predictable. Um, so my favorite villain uh, is Deep Space Nine's uh, Gal Dukat, actually. Um, oh, Marco Limo is good. the actor. Um, he's probably the most well-rounded and uniformly evil villain they've done on Star Trek. Uh, he's a fucking monster, and uh, they played him off really well. So that's oh. always my favorite. I think as a, as a species, I always like the Romulans just because of the mm-hmm. look, like the visual of the... Mm. Uh, more the ships than the... Uh, the Vulcan look, but like I always yeah. like the the big winged like green ships um, that they use, especially in TNG and like going forward from that. Because um, I was that fucking Star Trek nerd. Like I like the ship stuff. Like I've got I've got an Enterprise sitting up on my desk. Uh, I own at least two Master System displays that are in my house somewhere. I've got a Galaxy class and a Sovereign class <laughs> that are around here somewhere that I haven't put up yet. But I've got I've got all of the uh, micro-machines of I the uh, of the ships, and I've also got the technical manuals for both uh, the TOS and TNG. Yeah. I have Those all the technical things. manuals for TOS, TNG, and Deep Space Nine. Nice. Uh, I'm a nerd. Hark- Actually, like honestly, sitting right behind me, I just bought this... Not too long ago, I have a new phaser. I bought a new one. <laughs> That's awesome. I still have my old one. It's sitting right. A- 
Behind? I have mine's back there somewhere. Uh, on my bag permanently is a uh, Deep Space Nine like Voyager era com badge, like the the, the last com badge before they stop the show with the two lines. Mm. It's yeah. attached to my my shoulder bag always. Uh, that's how big a Star Trek nerd I am. You should look at the picture I sent on uh, Zencaster. It's the um, Kim Kardashian. You know I, I was no oh, good, not porn. <laughs> um, I will say this: I none of us, none of us, none of con con. Yes, I was gonna. I was gonna remark on that as well. Benedict Cumberbatch. Said Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, Bandersnatch Cumberbund did kind of ruin Khan, but yeah. that is really, I would say, like the most iconic uh, Star Trek iconic. villain that most people could name. Iconic. <laughs> no one wanted to go with Viger. No Viger fans. <laughs> Viger. Viger's not a fucking villain. Viger's a plot device. <laughs> But, um, what's his name? The guy, that movie, the, oh. the god. I can't. I'll defend Star Trek like all day. Like I, that first movie is such a fucking tough sit. It's so weird. Mm. So I have uh, a box set on VHS of the six TOS movies, and uh, yeah, it has one. like the director's cut of the original of the first movie, and it's fucking like got like a half hour or more that's basically yeah. just masturbatory shots of them like panning over the fucking ships and over V'ger and all this <laughs> shit. First Enterprise it's shot so, is Oh god, so it drags long. so oh it the, drags uh, so so bad. The last there's a Blu-ray box set you get there's kind of split between the original series movies and the uh TNG movies and uh the director's cuts in the yeah. Blu-ray still like you can pick which version you want to watch. Mm-hmm. That director's cut is fucking agonizing like the movie is theatrically is like staggeringly long i don't know what the runtime on it it's like 160 minutes or something Mm. like that but like when you get into like the director's cut you're going to like a like almost three hour movie and it's like why it's like special effects shots and like beauty shots of granted probably my second or third favorite like version like starship but like sweet jesus i don't need to see like up its asshole they're really (laughs) Well, like yes, you right do. in there, like every fucking inch of that ship gets covered. It's the it's the proctology edition. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, it's a ru- it's a rough sit, and plus the yeah. fucking the uniforms in that movie, like all the weird like pastel white and yeah. like, yeah. shit they had going on. That's such a weird choice <laughs> for that. Uh, the best thing they ever did was uh, coming back for the sequel, miraculously getting the sequel, uh, <laughs> and doing. Uh, on a su- on a shoestring budget, redesigning the costumes and uh, updating everything, and then making mm. it Wrath of Khan. <laughs> so. um, they were going to call it Revenge of Khan. Do you know that? Yeah, I think they did. They stop yep. that because of Jedi. Yeah, they did. Mm. I I think they they didn't call it Revenge of Revenge of Khan because Revenge of the Jedi was yeah. going to be. The and name. they had released posters for it with uh, Revenge series. of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, so Paramount freaked out and decided <laughs> to change the name of their Star Trek movie to not confuse audiences because yeah. in 1982, that would have been yeah. an issue. Um, can we go back to Jonathan Franks? I just found out something really funny. Does anyone watch Adventure Time? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I've watched episodes Jonathan of Franks it. plays the adult version yes. of Finn. Of course, of course the millennial. Does yeah. he really? <laughs> he's, done, he's done a lot of Gargoyles? voice acting. Like, I don't remember yeah. like, Gargoyles. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the entire cast of TNG and a good chunk of Deep Space Nine being on Gargoyles yeah. at some point during that show. I love show's that run. show so much. I love it. <laughs> I don't remember ever really being that into that I show. Love but I remember listening to it and being like, oh, that's Brent Spiner. That's awesome. 
Um, well, we were in grade nine and <laughs> nine to ten, or nine to eleven ish. Well, no, grade eight to ten when Gargoyles was on. So you know, we were trying to touch girls yeah, and stuff. A little bit old, not watch, <laughs> uh, and failed probably for another like at yeah. least five to six years. I don't know. I, I had a girlfriend just, in grade I 10. found myself watching Gargoyles. I found myself always kind of hoping that uh, Jonathan Frakes would find a way to sit funny. That's, That's all he did in Star Trek. He did that for a reason. He has a bad back. There's a reason why he sits like that. Well, it's still Good job, funny. Christy. Good job making fun of someone. Let's laugh at his moment. disability. <laughs> the, man has, the man has a disability, and you're mocking yes. him. Man, you really are a freaking, like, Nazi. Anti-Semite. You're anti-people with disabilities. <laughs> I believe the bipolar people should run the world. You're going to start preaching uh, fucking eugenics on us here? Build a wall. <laughs> oh, no. The war is going to start. Uh, that, you know, that would have been a better segue if we had just been talking about Khan, since that's Khan! why he started. He's there. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so I said my favorite movie, uh, which is Six, uh, The Undiscovered Country. Uh, Tim, what, what do you have a favorite? Oh. Um... Out of the original series movies, I would have to go with uh, with the Voyage Home with four. I know it's not oh. necessarily a popular answer, but uh, I, I really I love that movie. I love I, I'm generally a big fan of time travel movies and seeing uh, uh, that that fucking scene with Scotty trying to talk to the computer. Is, the mouse? That's, that's fucking com- that's fucking comedy gold. Canadian hero Jimmy Doohan right yeah. there. Oh, man. Just rocking the comedy on that bit. And, and the all the comedy surrounding them, like trying to hide, you know, Spock's uh, ears and everything. And, yeah. yeah. And that's the, the, immortal, the immortal line, double dumbass on you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shatner. Yeah. Only you could deliver that line so well. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was really a movie that that balanced sort of the the drama and the uh, sci-fi with the humor incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christy. Yep. Do you have a, Do you have a favorite? Could you repeat the question? What is your favorite <laughs> Star Trek movie? <laughs> I'm sorry. The... I got no. I was. I found a really funny thing that I'm sending. Trying to send to Zencaster about. All right. Star Trek. Well, while she's while she's trying to do that, I'll say that's my favorite original original series movie. My favorite, I think, out of all of the uh, Star Trek movies would be Generations. Oh, Ooh, yeah. that's, that's a controversial pick, really. But, but, no, but that, I mean, that was my time, right? Like, that was, you know, I was, the, all good things that, you know, had aired, and I was just, like, fucking hungry for more Star Trek. And then that came along and, like, married the, the two, you know, the two original series really well together, I thought at least, and had a bunch of fucking Guinan and I fucking love Guinan and I uh, fucking love Malcolm McDowell and anything so I had a lot of shit that awesome, I liked so yeah, that was fair, that's a fair Malcolm McDowell is really short by the way um, <laughs> yeah I ran into him yeah he's been a fan expo a million times yeah. I ran into him on the street like um, literally for Eric, yeah for Eric to say somebody's really short that's true he's like that's maybe he's like maybe black. an inch or two taller than me <laughs> wow yeah. really yeah um, He's a lot more uh, menacing on screen. Yeah, you can, you can. He always looks evil. Like even when he was in Community, he looks like he's about to do something horrible. So. <laughs> we played total asshole on Community too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, can we go back, go back to Christy now? 
Well, I'm kind of torn because I really loved Nemesis. Oh my god. <laughs> Say what you will. Oh wait, not Nemesis. I'm sorry, not Nemesis. I got them mixed up. I apologize. I didn't mean Nemesis. I meant um or insurrection. Oh my god, it's not much better. <laughs> no, that's worse. I'm sorry. Oh god, it was so bad. <laughs> but it was my first one. Was, it was I, my first one. I mean like I thought you <laughs> Okay. I thought you were going to go with Nemesis solely because, like, Admiral Janeway shows up and gives Picard orders. No, no, yeah, no. I forgot about that. Fucking infuriating okay. thing I've ever seen on a Star Trek screen. Mm, you know what? I'm looking at it again. I think I have to... Ch- okay, I'm... Honestly, my fir- my favorite I'm, I'm, is First Contact. I'm looking at it again. And not because you guys are mocking me, but because... <laughs> You totally changed it because they're making fun of you. No, no, I'm looking, I'm just like, I'm trying to remember because it's been so long since I've seen the movies because I focused so hard on the TV shows, but like, I really, I like, I'll say, I like First Contact and I liked, I liked the other two. I liked the other two. Laugh as you, laugh all you will. I liked the other two, but I pretty much. Just the fact that she said Nemesis and we all reacted so horrified is probably the funniest (laughs) thing that's happened on this podcast so far. You know what it is though? Even though. It's like pure nerd rage all at once just started dying. But I know all the nerds are going to be like, I lost all my clout picking Janeway. (laughs) Oh yeah, immediately. Nemesis. They were like, fuck that girl. It's been so long since I've even watched Nemesis, but I still just have such a visceral reaction to hearing it mentioned. We saw that together. Yeah, 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 we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, Eric, Eric could attest to like the fucking rant I had after that. No, no, we both did. We hated. (laughs) I went. I went off the fucking rails when that fucking movie came out. I was so angry. But if you think about it, if you think about it, I saw it with my dad, who loved it. So, like, I loved it because I didn't have anyone around me, you know, being, like, so young when it came out. I didn't have anyone around me who had nerd that's, rage. That's that's fair. So, like, my memories of it are re- attached to really, like, good things. I'm sure if I watched it now, I'd throw up in my mouth. But I mean, <laughs> I, I will say, though, First Contact um, really, like, sticks with me because I remember just being so upset that Picard was Borg. Like, just devastated. Did we see First Contact? I feel like together? we watched a different movie. Yeah, we did. Um, I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure when my when the when it became the Borg Sphere, we both were like jaw drop. <laughs> we're like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was awesome. It's a fucking sphere now. Uh, I still remember seeing that. That's still my favorite uh, actual ship. Is that the Enterprise yep. E, yep. the Sovereign yeah. class Enterprise? I fucking love that I ship. Uh, so that first beauty shot when they go across it, I was like, damn, that is a that's a nice looking fucking piece of hardware. Mm. Um, and that's the nerdiest thing I'll say probably tonight. It's like I, I have a massive boner for the Sovereign class starship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, awesome. Eric, you didn't, did you say your movie? I can't even remember. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I made everyone so angry. <laughs> no, I got, yeah, the rage. It's like I got angry at the brain. insurrection and nemesis thing. Um, my favorite uh, movie well, is-, is probably First Contact out of all of them. Um, I love that wow. movie. It's just amazing. Um, my favorite uh, original cast is Six, and then Beyond is my favorite uh, Kelvin timeline. Uh, Beyond, uh, yeah, it's definitely like out of those three movies, Beyond is definitely the best one, um, which is kind of it's almost damning it by faint praise because the uh, the first two are so they're not bad. I like the but they're first not one like, a lot. They don't not really Star Trek. Yeah, oh, I didn't even think it's, about mentioning the new ones. 
And my favorite ship is Excelsior class. My second favorite ship. Yeah, the original one, not the fucking refit, though. Uh, I don't think I've seen the refit. I like the Voyager class ships. Me too. The Intrepid class? Yeah. Mm. See, that's nerd power right there. Like, I, I can tell you what actual class it was. There was so. a time when I could have, but I'm uh, pretty pretty far removed from my Star Trek nerdy years. You would you would think I would be, but for some reason I remember that shit like crazy. So, <laughs> don't know. Um. The cool th- when uh, I was at Fan Expo, they were selling a model of the Enterprise B, so the Excelsior um, version. Uh, is it the Diamond Select one? I don't know. I didn't look at it th- that close because it was like 100 plus. I was like, nope. <laughs> I have it in a box here. Because mm. uh, I got it, it came out the same time that there was like the refit and the like the uh, NC, like the 2000 the Excelsior yeah. the actual ship Excelsior all I, I got them both the all I know is that it was beside the um, um, all good things uh, Enterprise D the one with the three nacelles the, dread, the dreadnought yeah Enterprise. and I was like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah that's the that's one of the ones I don't I don't have that one I've got all the other ones I'm still waiting for them to put out a uh, an Enterprise C so that I could have all of them but mm. one day they will put out an ambassador class for me and I can what? buy it what um what give me an example of the dreadnought class ships uh if you go well it's 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 technically the it's a refit galaxy class uh it's in it's all it's only in that alternate timeline for uh all good things it's the oh right right, right. Yeah, yeah i remember now um it's like some places call it dreadnought class some places call it galaxy x class so. yeah which so is that, funny th- that was like the uh the the really like uh basically the apocalyptic universe the in all good things is that right or the the basically the dark timeline yeah the future timeline the future one, yeah because yeah. mm. if you like if i'm remembering the episode correctly it's like three different time periods it's like way in the future season seven and then like just before season one yeah yeah so the other two ships aren't too, super different they're both like the standard galaxy class but then they get into the future and it's the like the refitted right galaxy class but then, but then at the end of the episode, like the basically dozens of different enterprises from yeah. a bunch of different timelines all sort of collide into into, into yeah, one, one space one kind of thing. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, there's a lot of like funny stuff because like I know the writers uh, they wrote uh, all good things and Star Trek Generations back to back, and a lot of them go on record saying like we put all our good storytelling eggs in the all good things basket and generations <laughs> kind of got the shaft at the end of the day mm. well that's too um, bad yeah uh i still like like i like the movie yeah. um i there's it's one of the uh there's a there's a running joke about never let troy uh at to the con <laughs> she will crash the fucking enterprise because <laughs> um, pretty much anytime she's in command or like in like flying the ship that fucking ship is going down because <laughs> she's, like, she's also the one i have an emotional response to what's happening on that or planet we should go there <laughs> yeah and then she fucking flies the ship into something because even even in nemesis when they crash into the scimitar it's she's at the con and like pilots the ship into it and i was just like just well, play it up play it up guys <laughs> i feel like part of it is that like shit has to be pretty bad for her to be the, the one that's on the con right like yeah, everybody else has to be like gone on an away mission or incapacitated or some shit like something fucking serious has to be going down for like she's what like fourth or fifth in command or something oh, like no. that to uh, be the- she would be i don't even think she's in the command line technically until way later on mm. uh fifth in command would be it's picard Riker, data, data. 
uh, I think LaForge, like and then like Worf. And then Worf. And then I think maybe the Doctor outranks her because she's technically a commander. Yeah. yeah. Um, and does bridge duty sometimes. Um, and then her son. <laughs> and then probably, <laughs> shut up, Wesley. And then probably uh, Transporter Chief O'Brien. Uh, <laughs> not even regular Chief, Transporter Chief O'Brien. This is before he got upgraded to regular Chief O'Brien. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sending something to Zencaster right now that makes me laugh. Oh, is it is it Chief O'Brien? Sad, sad? Chief O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I did see this. I saw this posted today. Favorite. Yeah, that comic's my favorite. Um, no, I, um, the the thing that Christy posted is uh, things Bones McCoy is not ranked. Yeah, that from was from Io Nine that I was sending. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. I saw post. that posted today. That was pretty yeah, good. There was a lot of stuff all over. Uh, maybe, well, maybe because I subscribed to about three different Star Trek subreddits, so that's probably why I'm seeing stuff all over the place. Um, and I just spend most of my day on Reddit when I'm bored at work. So, uh, but they've had like Facebook's got a special little icon you can put on your yeah. uh, profile picture. Um, BBC America was presenting a marathon of uncut, digitally remastered HD versions um, from season one and two, starting Thursday mm-hmm. uh, at eight thirty, which is the time when uh, the Man Trap would have played uh, today, or in nineteen sixty six. Anyway, you're my Man Trap. Yeah, buddy. Aww. You know I am. <laughs> Isn't that cute? That's cute. <laughs> They're talking about his bum. <laughs> so have you guys ever watched watch those, um, now that we're talking about sort of different versions of the original series shows, the uh, like remastered ones where they went back and did the new effects and stuff like that? Yep. Yeah, have them on Blu-ray. They're yeah. really good. I, I've been meaning to watch those. Yeah? Yeah. I'll have to go back and watch those. It's when I, when I went, yeah. And watch um, specifically. I think the best one, if you really want to take a look at like the effects being upgraded, um, is the Doomsday Machine, because mm-hmm. they really like upgrade the way the uh, the Planet Killer looks. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty like some people argue that it's kind of jarring going between like the relatively slick digital effects and like the uh, the on because they still use on camera like the in camera effects that they used for like the phasers and stuff like when yeah. people on sets. Um, and then you go out and like the ships, like uh, it's a really nice looking model of the Constitution class Enterprise, um, flying around and stuff. But um, I like the remastered stuff, and you really I don't know, I know on the Blu-ray you can pick between the two, but like I don't think on Netflix you can pick. Between no, the two. they don't have the new one yet. Stuck with the remastered no. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I'm that I'm that nerd that also bought like the TNG Blu-rays because uh, they remastered all of them back from the 35 millimeter prints and like redid the effects and stuff like from the original like whatever negatives and stuff. So I yeah, those. I have it. I on need VHS. to get all that, but I was yeah, yeah I, mean, I got a lot of it on VHS, but I was very poor when all those Blu-rays were coming out because <laughs> I was a fucking grad student. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I. Uh, yeah, I got right into all that stuff. So, yeah. and, then, and now at this point, they're like they're in a box somewhere around here uh, where I will never pull them out because all the shits on Netflix. <laughs> and uh, if I really just want to watch Best of Both Worlds for the nine hundredth time, I'm just gonna turn Netflix on and watch it again. Yeah, uh, basically what it came down to to me when I was like, finally, okay, I should really you know sit down and watch the entire original series was I wanted to. I'm a fucking purist, and so I wanted to watch it like as they kind of originally aired and stuff. So I even went back and like made sure I was watching them in like the original air date order, even though that's not necessarily the order that. Like they yeah, get no, released now on DVDs and that well, sort no, of thing. What and, they do now is put them out in production order. Yeah. So that the if there is continuity, which is 
sparse in the original series. It yeah. It kind of makes sense. So you're not seeing, like, McCoy show up for, like, two episodes and then have, like, some other fucking random doctor who's not there and then McCoy shows back up kind of thing. Like, they, it's, yeah. like, usually the Netflix, I think the Blu-rays are the same where you get the early stuff before, before they cast a Forrest Kelly and then afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never... And again, it's another one of those guys who complained so much that he ended up getting moved up into the... Because uh, if you look at the first season, it's just Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner getting billed on the, the opening credits, and everybody else gets billed either in-show or at the end. Yeah. Uh, DeForest Kelly complained so much, and they liked having him around so much that they bumped him up to the main show, and that's where that power trio dynamic came in, was pretty much just because DeForest Kelly was going to quit, and everybody loved him. So why did uh, This is a little off-topic, but why do they air things out of sequence? Like, any show. Why does that happen? Well, at that time, it was just that they, like, there was matter. no interest in, uh, like, continuity at that point. Yeah. Like, it was nobody's fucking mind in terms of the executives and stuff like that. Basically, they were just looking to sort of keep people interested. So, if they were like, well, our ratings weren't so good, maybe we should air, you know, something that's a little more exciting next week kind of yeah. thing. Because they did the same yeah. thing with Firefly, but it was ultimately Firefly's demise. Well, to be fair, that was Fox just doing Fox <laughs> things and fucking things up. The real issue show. with Fox is that um, they premiered the second episode first, and they premiered it during the World Series. On a f- so no one was watching what? it because the World Series was on. Uh, I watched it. I just don't understand. I just don't understand the... I, no, I think you and I were the only people I watched it with a group of people, so I, there were at least seven of us. <laughs> It only counts as one. That's two it TVs. You're in a different TV, man. <laughs> You're in a matter save it. Save it for our Firefly episode, guys. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah. I just that, in general, I've never understood the logic behind. Like, I guess now that you've said that, Tim, with the, um, you know, the idea that they need to, uh, you know, show something a little more exciting to get viewers. But that's the only thing. Because didn't they do the Buffy well, like, at one point too? No. No, not well. That was there was a reason for that. Yeah. That was because of Columbine, um, and that was the episode with yeah. the, the kid with the gun, and that got shown in Canada anyway. Because we, so, like, <laughs> um, yeah, we got it a day earlier. Yeah, we got it a day earlier, so it was so fine. Um, the like network stuff, especially back then, TV shows were not meant to be viewed like the way we watch TV now, where we binge and like we like that serialized like storytelling style that we get. That has become more and more prevalent since, and actually, like Star Trek had a big hand in that with Deep Space Nine, bringing that serialized style storytelling to the forefront. True. Um, but like now, the way we like, like we're all probably three weeks away from spending a weekend in our basements locked away to watch Luke Cage um, before we get back on a podcast and can talk to regular people That's true. again. <laughs> um, that kind of stuff doesn't that didn't matter to anybody until like the late nineties. Um, yeah. So, like, I remember it was Deep Space Nine that I remember doing it probably. Well, I guess Babylon 5 did it first, but nobody fucking watched Babylon 5. Babylon. <laughs> Poor Babylon 5. Eric probably did. Did you watch Babylon 5? I did not watch Babylon 5. Um, and uh, Spears is still trying to get me to watch it, and I can't get past the graphics. Yeah. The graphics are bad. They are. So they're bad. quite bad. <laughs> I had um, an ex who watched Babylon uh, 5 a lot. That's like uh, Abed's little fascination with Farscape. It's like I've tried to watch it, and I'm just like this fucking show. Like it, I'm sure it's really interesting, but holy god! The I thought you were gonna say effects are just. Like, I thought you were gonna yeah. say Cougar Town. Cougar Town Abbey. Cougar Town's Cougar really funny. It is very funny. Cougar Town's very funny. Cougar Town is funny. That's awesome. Uh, but um, by the way, the the Luke uh, Cage reviews have started coming out. Yeah, they're fucking spectacular. They? Is anybody yeah. surprised? Yeah, yeah they're uniform. Yeah, they're, they're saying it's the best series out of all of them. Yeah. Because I really yeah, like Jessica yeah. Jones. 
Like Daredevil. Yeah, it's probably not going to have the same feminist out. notes that Jessica Jones had. Just, <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. No, actually, the reason I like possibility. No, the reason I like Jessica Jones no? was because of um, of the villain. Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah David Tennant. Oh, Kilgrave. Yeah, Kilgrave was a brilliant, bastard. Yeah, he was terrifying, but he was like so good. I thought yeah, he was a I, brilliant uh, villain. Mm. I've had regular people come up to me and ask me about that show, and they're like, "Is that character like from the comics?" And I'm like, "Not the same, but kinda, yeah. just as bad." Pretty close. The, pur- the purple man is a fucking monster uh, all around, mm-hmm. all the time. So it's always a little. That's uh, very exciting that 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 he was on that show and like represented so well, and he was seriously disturbing. Yeah. So. Yeah, but not all purple men, guys. <laughs> oh, purple lives matter. Yeah, all purple lives matter. Purple lives matter. Uh, <laughs> purple people. Purple people. Did you see? Did anybody else? Did you see like all the titles of uh, the Luke Cage episodes are like Wu Tang Clyde songs? Yep. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. I'm so excited for that show. Uh, I, and you know how down we are with Wu Tang. Uh, that the, probably one of the few like rap groups. I like Wu Tang. I like. Yeah, for the sure. That was. That's, that's not, that's I know it just Wu-Tang. makes me think of it. I think Christy's having a little moment by herself. <laughs> yeah, so no, I was just when you guys said rap. Talking. That's the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of rap. <laughs> Do you know who who sang that though? Um. Oh. What rapper's delight? Don't say the little lady from. Uh, yeah, rapper's delight. I was just thinking um, of a Scrubs episode that mentions it. Okay. That's totally <laughs> that's off fair. topic. No worries. Not the oh, Wu-Tang yeah, no. Clan. It's Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah, Sugar Hill. Thank you. It is a Sugar Hill Gang. Sugar Hill Gang. There you go. No, I know it wasn't Wu-Tang, but I just, like I said, that's the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of rap. Is that a hip? Ah, the hip, the hip, the hip, the hip. Don't stop the rocket. Okay. This is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> what you hear is awesome. not a test. I'm not so white. <laughs> <laughs> so, if he wants to comment, he has to get on mic. So that yeah, we if you want to comment, comment, you have to be on mic. So my whiteness is not your Let's not your concern. Not Chrissy, right you're anyway. so white. That's you're a bluff so he's going to take us up on, I'm sure. Let's yeah, not I'm turn sure. this into a Let's Mock Christy episode. We've done that enough already. Isn't that every episode? Isn't that every episode that we do it here, Christy? I'm going to stop this podcast. I, this isn't good for my self-esteem. Uh, we love you, Christy. No, you don't. You mock me. Making fun of you on the podcast over and over again. <laughs> Yes, this is your screen awesome. cap for the week. Oh, um, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> it's my Kermit face. You know what he gets when he's like really upset on the Muppets? He's just like... He sucks his own yeah. lips in. Um, How many chins? That's, Jesus Christ. Uh, Do you guys ever play that game with your friends? It's called How Many Chins? Oh, God. Oh, what is it's happening? Star Trek. Um... No this is great for an audio podcast. Space yeah. Nine. We're doing, we're doing visual bits uh, <laughs> on an audio podcast. Let's do sight gags. Yeah, exactly. Um, watch Christy make herself have four chins. It's six. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I only counted four, but I wasn't looking super close. Is that your what you learned not, in that workshop? Your camera's not very good. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I've had half a beard. I'm um, in the can. Is that what they say? All right. Can't uh. wait forever. <laughs> Cheers. 
Wow. Uh, I, I don't even so know how point, to respond. To I don't this. really know even know where to go anymore. I, I, I had one one thing to bring up that's another part of my sort of uh, Star Trek geekery, and that is I definitely collected the TNG novels for a very long time. And somewhere, yeah, I have a collection of at least sixty or seventy of them, um, yep. and I, I read maybe half of them, and they were. Well, oh, I read them all. The, some of them were good, some of them were not so good. The ones that always stuck out in my mind was at one point there was a crossover between all four series, basically, that, that had aired up to that date. Yeah. Uh, the original series, TNG, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager, um, featuring villains called the Furies. Was that the Millennium books? I don't remember. Or was it Destiny? No, Destiny, I think, was different. Um, but Destiny was the, the reboot stuff. I think that's the relaunch, like, post-Deep Space Nine, post-Nemesis stuff. Yeah, maybe. Um, I'm trying so, to remember which one that was called. So this I know uh, Shatner wrote, like, a series of, like, two trilogies, like, six books. Uh, well, wrote, like, his name's on them. I don't know. He's got co-writers on them. Um, and they tended to bring... The first ones are very, like, tos centric um but it's post-death like they bring kirk back from the dead because of borg technology or something wacky mm. and then he goes off and does some stuff and then ends up having to like cross over with um mainly picard at that point um and the new enterprise um and then I'm not mistaken like eventually they kind of get involved with deep space nine and i think seven of nine shows up because it's the only character anybody cared about on voyager <laughs> it was over so so this storyline I'm thinking of, which features like the Furies, because they basically look like sort of mythological like animal figures, like out of sort of Greek mythology. Uh, they were they featured in a series that was like used a, an invasion subtitle, so it was like Star Trek oh, Invasion, Star invasion. Trek Next Generation. Okay, invasion. And the one thing I really remember of them, I remember the story to of very vague extent but when you put the four covers together it revealed like the face of one of these villains that kind of looked like a horned like fucking beelzebub figure i remember that yeah yeah no i remember uh yeah the um quality of those novels was pretty erratic yes (laughs) the best of times yeah i do remember i think we were talking about it last week that peter david did write uh fuck ton of them too though yeah um, he made a pretty good run of doing he always ended up writing the premiere ones too like the bigger like he either get a hardcover release or like it would be a big like four or five hundred page paperback mm-hmm. uh, they literally let him kind of cut loose because usually those books were like maybe 300 pages maybe yeah they let yeah, most... david kind of run rampant on those most of the ones that I had were the paperbacks where it was like, uh, they were like the, the next generation, like numbered ones. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, um, yeah, I definitely had like at least the first like 50 or 60 of them. And I remember it was something that became kind of like a, uh, an obsession for me at one point, like anywhere I was, I would go try and find like a used bookstore or something like that and see if I could find, you know, the ones that I was missing. Oh God, Tim, you and I were like meant to be, I swear (laughs) to God. That's cute. It is, isn't it? I've still got them somewhere, but I haven't. Yeah, I think they're in my parents' house, actually. They're in my parents' basement right now. I think think my dad was trying to, like, get me to take them away when I was down there this weekend. He's like, this is the greatest shit. I need you to get the fuck out of my house. And I was like, "Uh, I don't want them right now. I probably have them all in, like, an ebook format that I can throw on my iPad if I ever feel like reading really bad Star Trek stories. Uh. Yeah, like, some of the meets, like, some of the fan fiction that I've read really fucking great so um 
scary. <laughs> yeah. Star Trek, yeah, Star Trek's always been that one, because like, there's always some multimedia aspect to it that's not canon whatsoever, but there's always like a comic book running, or there's a, a series of novels running, or whatever. Um, yeah. it's, the, it's probably the only fandom uh, that has like, it has its own Wikipedia, or like its own wiki, uh, called Memory Alpha, which is like all canon entries yep. into it. Uh, it's probably the only fandom that also has Memory Beta, which yep. is all non-canon entries into like stuff and they cross link all the time it's oh i love star trek fans because you're just like if you guys think i'm obsessed like obsessive about this shit oh. like the guys who actually like run these websites are fucking nuts and i love all of them there are some it. like and if you haven't watched them watch uh like trekkies and trekkers uh oh, the the movies that. about star trek fans they're are so pretty good. amazing yeah, I just I always like those because they make me feel like a normal person uh, in real because I'm like as much as I love Star Trek I'm not that insane about it like I just like the show a lot and like yeah. I know a lot about it I'm not like I don't dress up and go to conventions and shit I mean you, like you yeah do a good Klingon yeah totally I could probably pull off a pretty you good really Klingon, could but, <laughs> I um, think I could be a good human uh, actually you're you're a pretty mediocre human so far. Uh. <laughs> You guys could be nemesis. Nemesis. Uh, nemesis. Like my favorite movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're the fucking worst. <laughs> it's okay. I'm here for dream uh, shattering. Yeah, that's not pretty much. Nemesis in a nutshell was a lot of dream shattering. So you just like Nemesis because of Tom Hardy. He was in that. He plays. I didn't, he was the bad yeah, guy. It, I didn't realize that either until I was looking it up that, earlier. I'd forgotten that movie, about that. That movie legitimately almost killed, like almost killed him actually, and killed his career. Like he was uh, after that movie bombed, he couldn't get work for a long. I'm time. wondering if I've even seen Nemesis. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I like how you said it was your favorite. Played, now you haven't seen it. I mean, he was in like heavy makeup, but he played like the main like Romulan villain. Wasn't uh, no, he wasn't in heavy makeup. He was. He was Picard. Picard He's shaved. Oh, no, oh right, right, right. 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 Ron Perlman oh plays the Reman. Oh my goodness, uh, you're right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, I have three. seen. I still stand by that it was one of my tops. <laughs> but. Ugh. <laughs> ugh, all you want. It was one of my first <laughs> Star Trek movies. So chill, you, chill your front door. Oh. Uh, chill your front door. You say kill my front my door. Front door. What does that mean? Guys, I do want a new front I'm door, but... Oh. Means, <laughs> Did you have one beer? I haven't even finished it. Oh. No one's hey. drunk enough to like Nemesis. <laughs> it's just because, you know, that's where Bane was really born. I was born in the darkness after birth of Nemesis. <laughs> I was made oh, wow. in the hatred of the you need fans. More oh, man. I wish I didn't have to go to work tomorrow so that I could have drank through this. Uh... <laughs> Probably would have made me feel better about Christy talking about Captain Janeway and. Uh... Are you gonna barf? No, I was doing. Nemesis. I was gonna do a Bane impression, but it passed. <laughs> Again, Christy doing, doing visual bits on well, on our audio podcast. <laughs> Look, it's like it's I like how every podcast I listen to has somebody who's like doing a brain Bane impersonation. It's yeah. been like minimum five years since that movie came out and people are still doing that on every podcast I listen to. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that we are now yes, part of 
uh, <laughs> tradition of nerd park podcasting with somebody doing a bad brain impersonation. I'll defend that performance. I, I really liked Tom Hardy. I liked band. it. No, I thought it's great. I just think it's hilarious that everybody thinks they can do a version of it. Yeah. Um, that and uh, the Bale Batman. Yeah. yeah. Batman. Which I, I never had a problem with, but I think we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, we did on our Batman episode. On our Batman episode, which you guys can go back and listen to. Uh, it might be more coherent than this episode. <laughs> awesome. mm-hmm. But probably not. Probably not. It's hard to say. <laughs> Um, that's all I've got, kids. How are you guys? Uh, you got anything else to say about Star Trek aside from that you love it and that we're happy it's been around for fifty years and we're all excited for Star Trek Discovery? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I do. Main thing is I really mm-hmm. need to sit down and finally uh, watch Enterprise. Uh you're gonna. Ha- well, I think we said it before, but you're gonna have a rough sit for that first season while it finds its legs, and then yeah. you'll probably kind of not understand why it got canceled. By yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Season yep. three and four, and then you'll you'll understand why the last episode is so bad. Yeah, fuck, that's a, whew. that's actually you know what if you want to go out on something like is is everybody just gonna say that uh, all good things is the best finale they did? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll say that. Although the DS Nine finale was really good. Mm, okay, that was gonna say uh, the things you leave behind is actually quite good too. So, uh, yeah, the uh, the Enterprise one was pretty fucking horrible. I don't even remember what the last episode of uh, the original series to air was. So the last Voyager one was pretty bad too. Oh, uh, but they, they like they totally just. Of course you did. Um, they totally <laughs> destroyed the Borg Collective, um, further neutering mm. them as a villain in any future Star Trek. That's why I dislike uh, it. <laughs> I liked it. <sighs> anyway, Sad. let's stop talking about Voyager. <laughs> Well, and I'm even more depressed than I was before we started the episode, so because we've talked about Voyager probably more than anything else. La, 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 uh, the last episode of the original series was Turnabout Intruder. Kirk's consciousness becomes trapped in the body of a woman bent on killing him and taking over command while inhabiting his body. That was the Obviously, last episode. Obviously, the highlight. <laughs> yeah, the I remember episode. that being ungood. Yeah. yeah it was uh, not good. If you, actually look at the, uh, if you actually look at the last, like, holy shit, the last hat, like, last, oh, Jesus, season three is. That's a rough fucking sit. <laughs> I'm sure I enjoyed it, like most of them just because it was uh, William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy. But goddamn, those were those some bad episodes in that epi- in that season. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. So I don't really have anything else. Does everybody want to say goodbye? Yeah. We say live long and prosper to our four listeners. Live long oh, and sure prosper, my friends. Live long and prosper. There's at least I think five. I subscribed on my mom's phone over the weekend, so that's another one. <laughs> and I'll, I'll give it a good hearty kapla. There you go. Kapla, everybody. Kapla. You're, you're doing visual gags yeah, on a you're podcast. Doing, you're doing visual gags on a podcast, Dan Christy. You know what? You're, it's not going to work. They were just, it was just everybody's, for you guys. Everybody's going to do the It was spot. just for you guys. I think, Christy, I think that's the shocker, not live long yeah, and prosper. The, shock, the shock, Yeah, you're live doing. Live that's, that's right. That's wrong. <laughs> live long. Shocker. I have heard people say that uh, Vulcans must give great shockers. Oh, now I'm getting confused. I, well, I would imagine so. If they can <laughs> knock you out with their fingertips, imagine what that would do <laughs> to your erogenous zone. Well, the more I do it, the worse it feels. Oh, That's God. what she said. 
Exactly. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes and or Stitcher. You can give us a like on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash dance robot dance podcast. Christy is making hand gestures at me. I can't read. Uh, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at DRD podcast, DRD underscore podcast, or send us an email. Christy, are you like signing what I'm saying yes. right now or pretending to sign what I'm saying? Oh. L-M-N-O-P. <laughs> Mark, read awesome. what I what I uh, wrote in Zencast. Oh, and apparently we'll be on the Google Play Store next week. Well, oh, that's exciting. We'll be on Google Play next oh, that's week. That's exciting. That's awesome. It's m- even more people not to listen to, Yay. Well, to, listen to us. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, send us an email. I guess the last thing is dancerobotdancepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's all I've got for this week. Live long and prosper. Peace and long life. Star Trek. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Star <laughs> trekking across the universe. <laughs>